We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into John Ramsey's Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. Uh, the plan for uh, doing content in Vegas. Let's let's hold on. Let's do this live. <laughs> let's see. It's right. It's right here. Nice. This is the Apple work order for my laptop yes. that decided to crap out on me the day before I left. Oh. So. <laughs> so my, my beautiful MacBook Pro that allows me to do all the things I can do was not good. Um, literally the only problem I've ever had with that, that thing ever, and that's only a year and a half old. Yeah, a year and a half Honestly, old. Honestly, I, I found once, once I heard that the wife was going, I was like, we ain't doing shit. He's going to Vegas. He's got his wife. It's summer league. He's going to enjoy himself. So I did enjoy myself. Wife enjoyed herself. We enjoyed ourselves together. Um but it was great. It was a great, great time. Splash. We we did. We, we here's the thing. Let's let's kind of go. Let's go over the trip real quick. So my wife had never been to Vegas before. Again, I mm-hmm. talked about I was gonna go slum it up. She wanted to come and hang out, and I was like, cool. Just know that there's gonna be two days while I'm down there. I I'm gonna be gone, which she was thrilled with because she got a fully paid trip to a very nice hotel suite uh, at the Mandalay, and then she on my work day she did what she wanted to do she went shopping and went to the strip she walked she said like 10 miles up and down the strip yeah she said she had like five bottles of water oh my Uh, god yeah she went into all the stores the indoor mall um yeah uh checked out like saw the fountain of the bellagio and yeah all the casinos and went into the 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 high-end mall uh at uh aria where it's nothing Mm -hmm. but like high-end department stores um yeah, she did all the, all the stuff she wanted to do when she wanted to do it while I was in Thomas and Mac watching basketball, uh, which hit or miss, hit or miss on some basketball for sure. Yeah, some of that basketball has been woof, and some of the basketball has been hey, it's yeah, pretty some, entertaining. Listen, I'll tell you, tell you right now, uh, random note: multiple NBA executives I talked to said uh, Chet Holmgren will be an All Defensive Player in his first three years in the league. Oh, I think that's been abundantly clear. Yeah. He's, uh, he's he's special on that end of the floor. I think Pablo's going to be averaging like 24 this year. Like, I, I think he's got that kind o- of Orlando's going to win 18 games, but he's going to average 20, <laughs> 24. Um, he's, I tell you what, man, that first half against uh, Sacramento, he played exactly zero defense. 
Yeah. Exactly zero. And everybody, everybody in the stands um, was like, Ugh. and then the second half he showed, like, no, I can give a shit. I can play defense on that end. He had obviously had the chase down block on Kata. Um, they ended up, you know, turning into a winning play for them. Uh, but Paolo has been good. Like, I think it's easy to be, to go, oh, Chet's, Chet's played pretty well. People are impressed with Chet. I'm happy for OKC fan. Let me interrupt this right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn about zombie Sonic fan. They had their run. They got to the finals. They had KD and Russ for years. They had Harden. Like, I don't care if they're good or not. I'm actually most happy, not for Magic fan either. The Kangs, Keegan Murray, Listen, looking man, good. Um, I had a group of like 20 Kings fans to the right of me in the media section at Thomas and Mac who were lit at noon. Just Oh yeah. Oh, every every single time Paolo touched the ball, overrated. Like not even like an overrated <laughs> chant. It was like a stumbling through of overrated. Like a slurry overrated. Oh, yeah. like, overrated. For four quarters. <laughs> Relentless. It was great. They were they were so good. They like oh, the whole man. section like was feeding off their energy, uh, and it made it sound like a playoff game in Thomas and Mac when that game got close and, and then went to overtime and obviously double overtime. Um, but the entire trip itself, um, very beneficial for me. Uh, I I got to kind of grow some relationships and talk to some guys and kind of get some understanding and some feedback of where the organization's at, kind of what's going on in the NBA. It's it's just it's it's a network fest. Um, it's, it really is. And it's fantastic for that. There's really nothing better. Um, it's, I mean, it was kind of funny. I talked about, you know, watching a game with Kiki and I actually ran into Kiki, um, outside on the concourse for a few minutes. got to catch up with him. Kiki Vandeweghe, for those who don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and got to talk to him for a few minutes. Uh, I ran into David Griffin literally on the concourse. And it's it, it's just, it's such a weird thing, and then they're they're all just chilling, yeah. like they're just it's it's like a vacation for them, but like they're super open, people taking pictures with everybody, everybody. like yeah. Uh, got, said, said what's up to the logo. Jerry West was over my shoulder for the most of one game. Um, how 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 tough was it to not turn and go, Jerry? I love you. You ended up becoming the best character in that show, man. Drop the beef. Uh, listen, Drop the beef. I, I had a lot of people around me like. Pretty, pretty fun show. Um, Must be winning time, huh, Jerry? <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, the craziest, like, random thing was I tweeted it out. I watched the last game down there with Darius Garland. Oh, shout out just, Darius Garland. Just chilling. Just pulled up a chair and sat down on the baseline media section because all of the other, uh, like, super – he was sitting – listen, the seat's there, not nice. The courtside seats, those are, like, the, the bench seats that have, like, the extra padding and are super comfortable. Darius just pulled up in a hoodie and sat down and chilled. I was like, man of the people, Darius Garland. Okay, okay. Hey, can I uh, can I hold $100, Darius? You just got paid. Yeah, so. you should uh, what, what did he get, 193 Yeah, I think he got that rookie max. Yeah, he, he, got, he, got, a, he got a big bag. Um, smashed some incredible food. Uh, took a wife to uh, Lupo, the Wolfgang Puck restaurant inside Mandalay Bay. Got myself a big old piece of braised veal. Ooh. Yeah. Braised. Chef came over, braised for four hours. He's like, it's wonderful. Did the, oh, did, man. Did, did the kiss. Like, grab the bone. It'll fall right off the bone. And I was like, yeah. Jeez. A little of that. A little <laughs> bottle of wine. Yeah, it was, it was, it was on. So... Uh, but that's, that's and you the, got and you got to see the seventh overall pick not do anything. Yeah, let's kind of get into it. Awesome. Um, so when it happened live, everybody was kind of like, "Wait, wait, what?" 
uh, our angle wasn't great on it. And when it happened, he walked by. Basically, his shoulder had already gone back in. So, like, he wasn't in pain. Like, he just walked by. Went to the back, came back out relatively quickly. Like, he wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like they shut him down, shut him down. Then he sat on the bench, and um, I had a few people DM me, a few other people text me that from the other side of the gym that, hey, you know, he's been trying to get back in. I was able to talk to some other people that said the same thing, that Shaden did try to get back into the game. Um, and a lot of this, I, was, I asked some some medical staff around the league, um, kind of like, hey, you know, with Shaden's injury, like, yeah, no, with, with something like that, if it's not that bad, they said, you know, it's a small tear. It's one of those things where if – you get something like that and the location of it. I think they called it a, a posterior labral tear. Um, that That is like the least severe, and if it's small enough, it can come out, and it hurt, it'll hurt like hell. But it can go back in, and then the, the pain's kind of gone. But with that kind of injury, and here's, here's your first little bit of hope, Rip City, um, in talking to a, bu- a bunch of other medical folks, with this kind of injury, it's atypical for surgery. That, this, that if it's small enough, and the location and the size of it is, is such that they can get to a point where it can heal on its own. Hmm. So that's good news. Because let's be honest, if it, if it gets cut open, it's Christmas. If it gets cut open, it's Christmas. It's four to six months, and it's And also, open. by the way, it's not to interrupt you, Danny, there, but like, if, if that was the scenario, it's Christmas – when he's playing, he's not playing for the team if it's Christmas because they're going to have to get him reworked, well, that's, that's get what I'm going. That, that's you know him what I mean? getting like, ramped up. That's him getting ramped up. So let's, let's, say, right. let's say it's four months. We're in month number four. He gets ramped up around Thanksgiving, gets ready to go about Christmas. Sure. So you 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 definitely don't want to see that at all. Uh, Jeremy Crickle says, poor J. Kyle Pan. Uh, he was so excited to see Sharp play. I was with Kyle. Um 25 minutes before the game, he uh, – I'm going to out him here. He ended up going out to dinner with Kevin O'Connor. Um, <laughs> he, it was like, like ah, you know, KLC is going to go out to dinner. I think I'm going to go. I'm like, you're going to miss this? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I don't – We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He skipped Shaden Sharp to go have dinner with Kevin O'Connor. Kevin's, Kevin's his buddy. They're, they're both. Well, I was going to say, like, yeah, they're homies. Like, can't you just get another dinner? That, if you want to I, see I imagine that dinner maybe had some juice to it. Oh, okay. I, I, know, I know somebody who works for the league that might have been at that dinner. 
And so he posted it on his IG, and it's, I think his caption, what did it read? It said, Kevin, Kevin O'Dinner. And it was nice. just like, just a video of their spread. I'm like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. So, yeah, that, that dinner had some juice to it. Um, but we're, we were talking about his debut, and because, you know, he he's, he's a big, sharp guy. He really wanted to see Jaden play, and obviously everybody did. Right. And, um, you know, when it happened, it didn't, like, think, think, didn't seem like it was that serious. And honestly, the organization, I don't believe it was that serious uh, post-game. Coach Hetz came over, uh, and he apologized. like, hey, I haven't got a, uh update on it. But, you know, like the way he kind of inferred, it didn't, didn't seem like it was that bad. Um, but when he didn't practice the next day, it was like, ooh, this isn't good. Um, but uh, as I understand it, I, it's a – it's a situation where they're hoping for the best right now before they go. They opt for surgery. So that's – it's a legit – we're going to wait and see how it looks 10 to 14 days. We've, we've played this waiting game before with, like, Zach, and we were like, yeah, we're going to reevaluate. Like, yeah. No, no, you're not. That's yep. – <laughs> he was holding his shoulder down a foot from where it was supposed to be. Um, that That's not how that goes. Um so but it is our it is our fear. Like I'll speak for people right yeah. now thinking the same thing. I'm I've been thinking this. I said it today this morning. Without anybody taking this personal, this organization and their track record of honesty with injuries or upfrontness, I guess, with the extensive uh, details, it's not the most amazing. And so, like I I believe what you're saying. But also, we can't have nice things. And I remember three different experiences just with Zach Collins of like, oh, I've heard he's in practice, looks good. Two weeks, they'll talk. Two weeks later, he's done for the year. And you're like, yeah. well, how did that, how did this I, messaging get screwed yeah. up? Uh, Chakwini says, Danny, do you feel better about how the organization has handled this medical info compared to before? Yes. Yes, I do. They're still Patriots-esque, but without the veneer of shittiness behind it. <laughs> so like they're like it's put that on a t-shirt <laughs> we're patriots-esque without the shittiness like it's they're they're gonna do it it's fine i've accepted it but they do it with a smile and i'd much rather have that you know that's that's kind of that's that's where i stand at least um so did you crap your pants when you saw it happen live well here's the crazy thing I got to be 100% honest with you. So I'm sitting on my couch. I'm super excited. Like, it's kind of pushing against my bedtime in a normal day, right? Yeah, because let's, like, let's remember, this game started at 9.15 local time. And, yeah, these douchebag refs, too. I mean, what are we doing here? You're not the star of the show. Nobody cared about you. These games will be an hour and 20 minutes. fouls, five delay of games, five technical fouls we're reviewing technical fouls i'm just it like get seven out of here. minutes that review went Unbelievable. seven minutes i wanted to strangle somebody but i'm sitting on my couch excited like everybody else i see him hit the turnaround fade you know, he's a little rusty with them two missed shots uh it's the turnaround fade i'm like okay here we go let's see if he can get this going tell you what that one shot awful nice <laughs> Oh, we're going to be dining on that for three years until he actually does anything. We'll be like, remember that fade, though? But I missed it in real time. Mm -hmm. I, I was I was watching him, but like I was I was I was kind of like watching everything. And then he subs out with the rest of the starters. And then I noticed he's not on the bench. And I'm like, wait, what happened? And then I kept seeing Twitter was up to everybody's like, oh, 
elbow was on Twitter. Elbow, elbow, elbow is what I saw on Twitter. I'm like, crap, man. And then it ends up being a shoulder, and you're just like, oh, my God. The last guy we picked in the lottery had shoulder problems. Here we go again. Yeah. So for those that don't know or don't know where the injury came, this is going to play really horribly on the podcast, but I'll, I'll try to explain it to you. Just bend your elbow at 90 degrees and put it out in front of you. The impact came up from his elbow into his shoulder. So like pushes your shoulder so into like, like your neck kind of? Up this way. Yeah. So that's that's where the injury came from. And gotcha. it was very quick. It was very innocuous. And just asking around to a bunch of people around the league, they all kind of had the same thing. Like he has played against high school you know, sophomores and juniors. He has not played competitive basketball against guys like not on his team in over a year plus against competition. Grown now, men, too, and, by the way. I was just going to say, and yeah. you had Jaden Ivey, Isaiah Stewart, and uh, Jalen Duran. Yeah. Grown-ass men. Like, listen, you can say what you want, Jaden Ivey being a rookie. Jaden is built. Yep. And he played Big Ten basketball. Like, that's the thing. is Jaden or uh, Shaden has got to work his way into this. I made this point with, with Dusty today. It's a lot like in the NFL. There's a reason why you have two-a-days. To mm-hmm. get your body familiar with contact and grown man, you know, just banging around. Right. Shaden had a couple days of that in Portland, and it's a different level of competition when you're going against another team. It just kind of – it it ramps up that way. That's just kind of how it goes. Um, it's – it's a bummer, but it's not the end of the world right now. Now, if surgery comes ramping out, uh, that's not good, Bob. But I, I'm, I'm going to throw year one just right out, kind of just the way it's going to go. I think this team's going to compete for a play-in playoff spot, and so I just I can't fathom a rookie that age, that inexperienced, coming off of a shoulder surgery, even in Christmas time. Like I think he'd just be at the PF getting shots, getting work. And you don't see him much, if at all, year one. And they say, hey, we'll throw you in the summer league, year two. We'll get excited again. We'll all go down there again and see what happens. Yeah, no, that, that all of that tracks. Um, other stuff happened while I was down there. Damian Lillard got a contract extension. Hey! I can tell you right now, that was one happy family. <laughs> one. Turns out getting almost $500 million in just career earnings makes you kind of happy. Yeah. Um, ran into to his people, the, obviously the, the good ones, and, and uh, Nate Jones and uh, Dame's wife and the kids and I believe his sister. Uh, a big Lillard contingent. Phil Beckner was there. Um, got to catch up with, with everybody and just kind of take a look and kind of see where everything's at. Um, you guys, I'm sure, ran uh, audio on it this morning, and Dusty and I ran audio on it. The, the big takeaways for me are everybody just needs to relax on Damian Lillard going anywhere in the next year or two. Tell that to ESPN and Fox Sports 1 because they both ran today with he needs to get out of yep. there. And guess what? I, I had reporters from ESPN telling me before the press conference that he needs to get out of there. They vehemently believe it. Oh, it's, I mean, Chris Broussard's basically knocking his his Yeah, not calling him an elite. Talent. Yeah, I know. That's Yes, this, I mean, the six-time All-NBA guy is, is not elite. Just go to Top help. 75 all-time. It's yeah. like, what are you watching? By the way, did you see that ring? Who? Dame. Oh, Dame's top 75 thing? Yeah, that thing was blingy. Yeesh. Um, Ocasio brings up a really good point. Dame was unusually NBA ready. Dame is jacked right now. He looked like he was in the best shape of his life. He told Cassidy Hubbard that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you saw this. Yeah, after, I was, I, like, it was right next to me. But the, like his whole regiment that he's 
kind of yep. sat down with 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 Sam, his boxing coach uh, Phil Beckner, obviously his basketball trainer, his dietitian, his, his chef, the the basketball staff of the Blazers, and everybody got him on the on the same page. And he he looks he looks ready. And in talking to his people, like he is chomping at the bit to play basketball. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, it's, the one, it's the one thing, I know we'll get into a couple other things here, but it's, it is really one of the saving graces for me mentally. When we talk about this and people are like, what do you think of their offseason? I'm like, well, I like this move. I don't like that move. I like this move. I like this. Eh, it's a gamble. You know, it, it, it's middle of the road for me. And I, I kind of feel like no matter what I say, Joe echoed those sentiments at the press conference mm-hmm. of this is not it. This is, you know, this is going to be our team. I think we're going to cause a lot of havoc and not be an easy out for, for teams. But we're not finished yet. Yeah. I like that he said that. But my, my, uh, my assurances mentally – I just I think a lot of people and I'll throw some Blazer fans, some, not all, some, because a lot of Blazer fans are just dismissing what a healthy Lillard is and 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 not seeing him, even seeing him play last year was like just show himself. I mean, we talked about this. You got called out by other media members in the market, like, oh, he's not hurt. Yeah, he was. He was too hard. He shouldn't have played at all. He should have shut it down right after the Olympics. But he he waited a while, and then he finally did shut it down. I think we're gonna get that Dame that is oh so special to all time greatness and the rest of Blazer contingent. That's always kind of been my kind of saving grace. Is this team may not be perfect roster wise, but that dude by himself, I've seen him. He's, lift an, he's an offense unto himself. Yes, he's an, people forget, and that was the thing. That was actually a, a sentiment that I had from a lot of people down there. Was like. You know, it's kind of weird. Like they're going to be like an okay team, but I think people real have like forgotten what Damian Lillard is. It, it's it's been like eight months. Yep. It, it, it's not like the guy's you know, he's it's not like he's coming off an Achilles or blew up his knee. Like he had a elective abdominal surgery that literally everybody has ever had that has come back, if not the same, better. Like that's it's not something that, that it hampers guys. It's gonna feel like two additional players, like with how good he is. Yeah. That's how I how I viewed it. it. It's it's gonna be a big big deal. Um, but the extension goes in. It was reported as one twenty one. Um, I talked to some league executives and some salary cap folks. They expect it to ultimately fall at like one fourteen one fifteen total, which may drop Dame from being like the first sixty million dollar a year guy. I don't think Dame cares that much. <laughs> I think the fact that he's close to $500 million in career earnings, I think he's good, plus his Modelo, Adidas, Gatorade. That dude's going to make a billion dollars. He is yeah. going to be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah because every, everything that I've ever heard is that he is very, very good with his money and what he does. Um, you know, he's he's currently building a, a castle in West Lynn, um, which good for him. Like All the stuff that people say about him, like, wanting to be here, like, he's, he's here for the long haul. He's going to be Terry Porter. He's going to be... Uh, Brian Grant, he's going to be a guy who just stays here. Like yeah. that's that's yep. when he, even if he goes somewhere else, he'll he'll still live here when it's all said and done. He loves it here. He's not going anywhere else. No, okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, the last year of his deal is a player option, which is to be expected. I know uh, Hyken asked Joe publicly uh, to whether or not he could confirm, and, uh, and Joe did what he had to do, which is standard operating procedures for the Blazers, which is they don't discuss the deals publicly. Um, obviously, Bobby Marks, I believe, had the deal notes later. I'll just do the math on where Bobby Marks got that from, probably from the other side of everything. Um but congratulations, Dame. I got to talk to him for a few minutes and say congrats. <laughs> you know, let me let me hold something for you. But uh, other than that, I mean, it's everybody freaking out about it. He's at a thirty-five percent max right now. It doesn't change anything. No. It's it's he's gonna he's he's just gonna continue to get thirty-five percent max. I just I'm I'm sorry. Like the freaking out, the salary cap worry people. I, like, Please, please walk me through the world you live in where you're not having a great player and you're not paying them and your roster somehow is this like perfect depth building monster. Well, well they see James Harden taking a pay cut. The reason why James Harden takes a pay, is taking a pay cut is because he fell off a freaking cliff. Nobody was going to pay that dude. Yeah. He could opt in for that one year and then Philly was going to go, uh, okay, see you later, bye. Right. Because we're not going to do that. Right. Or we can give you more money over the long haul, but we're going to cut your salary in a third. Yeah, I just, which I, Dame might ultimately end up doing in his year thirty-six season. Chris sure. Paul did it. Like that, it's not uncommon for that to happen. But they want that guarantee that money in case they turn into Russell Westbrook or John Wall. They're not viable NBA players anymore. Right. So, uh, shout out Dame. Way to get the bag. Um, Nurkic's contract, Brandon. Yusuf Nurkic got all four years guaranteed, and I said I'd be shocked if that happened. Uh, color me shocked. Color me pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to a lot of folks who all kind of hit me with the same. All four? I shocked, dismayed. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I, I would I would love nothing more than to to sit with Mr. Cronin and say, Hey, man, I like the swing on on Shade, and I'm glad that Mike Schmitz talked you into that. I like that you guys went and got Jabari. He's looked fine so far. I like that you locked up Ant. I like that you got Dame to stay. Jeremy Grant deal was good. I can tell you right now, I think I need Rich Paul to negotiate my next deal at 1080. I, I'm gonna, yeah. Well, I'm gonna need Rich Paul to do anything for me in my life. Like Rich Paul wiping my ass would probably do a substantially better job than I do. Like I, I don't know what he did or what he said. It just doesn't make sense to me. There, there. We talked a little bit about it off the air, and you can walk us through this the, the structure of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I repeat, no team was giving that man four years. I repeat, no team was offering that dude seventeen and a half million. Nor that money. Um, so it's just it left me scratching my head. I thought at most it'd be a three for a one, and I didn't even like that. And now you tell me it's four guaranteed. It's not an impossible contract to trade for a team desperate for center play, but damn it, am I do I not like that deal? The way it was explained to me is they need the salary slot. And they do. They don't have a Norman Powell. They don't have a Robert Covington. They don't have, like, this is a salary slot situation. Are they under the belief of that? That's fine. Are they under the belief that, that they can move that and replace that salary slot? Yes. Okay. That's the idea behind it. That's my saving grace out of this misery because so I just not a fan. So they need a starting big. And Chauncey does, does love Nurk. He, he, he absolutely does. But they, they do believe in him. But they also need that salary slot. 
and the way it was kind of described to me from from multiple uh, NBA folks, let's just say that, was that, hey, listen, is it a great deal? No, but it's the first two years you're paying 15 and 16, or 15 and a half, 16 and a half. Yeah, it, es- it escalates in the back end. So it's, it's like, it's, it's year 30 or your 31-year-old season, it's an expiring deal at 19. And that sounds like a lot right now, but in three years when the cap goes up, it's nothing. It, it's basically like another 14 or $15 million a year deal. It's really not that much. The problem is if he is actually like unplayable. That's that's when it becomes a problem. And, and, and stylistically, with where the, is this team leaning? That's you know that was another big part of this yeah. personality stuff, injury stuff. There's like four or five things that I just don't like. It's not just money. Like go get your money. I don't care what you make. Yeah. But I do, I do look at the money you're making and go, well, how does that work with what the team is looking to do? Does that make sense? And that's where you kind of lose me. Yeah. So the first two years, they're probably about about on par, and then as the as it goes up, that salary slot basically remains the same percentage wise. So the only the only real beef I have with it, other than it being a, a little bit more uh, financially, is the fourth year being guaranteed. Not thrilled about that. Yeah. I would. I would definitely would have. Why did they? Why do you think they did that? They didn't need to do that. He would have signed that deal if it was a three and one. I think. Uh, I think they kind of did. Because if you, let's let's take a look at the market right now. Let no. Yeah, I want you to walk this through. Yeah, make no. make this make sense to me. So, if you look at where bigs ended up in the market, even though other bigs went cheaper, those other teams had other options. And that's the part of this, is Portland did not have other options. They were not going to be able to get a replacement-level center unless they traded for one, which I don't think they necessarily wanted to do unless it was Aiton. And I think the, the, what was needed for that to happen was just too much of a pain in the ass, which yeah. is why you haven't seen an Aiton deal done yet. But there's – was well, they could have just used the MLE on a big. Yes, they could have if a big – wanted an MLE to come here? Or why didn't the Blazers use the MLE to go get a, a a backup big? Look who went for the MLE. They all went to starters. They all became, you know, or if they didn't, if they aren't starters, they're getting heavy minutes. Right. Like, the Hartenstein's the only one who went to New York, and that kind of threw everything off, and Bamba went back to Orlando. And I, I, that's still a little bit of a weird situation. But then, like, once it got past those guys... There's no, there's no option of like, well, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. And I think part of this was getting him to shut it down early. Yeah, there, there's, you knew there, there was going to be, there's going to be a tax there. Right. There's, there's, yeah, there, especially in a contract year, unrestricted. Like you knew there was some kind of an agreement. And that tax, I firmly believe, is the fourth year. I well, I'll say this. I still don't agree with all of it. That fourth year, that contract, that that that. S, that better be coming with some clutch love down the road. I'll and say that much. I would imagine that, that not necessarily quid pro quo, yeah, but, right, but right, but a relationship building process is certainly back in place. scratching. We're we're back. We're scratching backs. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah. Again, not thrilled about it. 
but not also against it. Uh, and the Blazers did just tip off about, about two minutes ago here. They're down 8 uh, nothing early on to the Knicks Summer League squad, which is a good transition to uh, Jabari Walker. Jabari Walker has been the the fun of Summer League for the Trailblazers. Uh, 57th overall pick. That's If you get a viable NBA player in the second round, you are doing very good. If you get a viable NBA player with the second to last pick in the draft, Ladies and gentlemen, that is a home run. And right now, and without getting into the hyperbole of this, he very much feels like an NBA caliber guy. Much the same way I felt about Trendon. Not not quite the same I, I felt about Anthony, as far as like, holy shit, there's something here. When I look at Jabari, I go, I can see him getting a second contract in the NBA. There, which is huge. Which most guys don't in the second right. round. And... Do I see him being a starter? No. But do I see him being a, an absolute contributor at some point in his career? Yes. Why? Because he's six foot eight. He's got he's he's toolsy. He can shoot, he can dribble a little bit, he can pass a little bit. He's a incredible decision maker for a young guy. And let's not forget, the guy has an absolute wagon. <laughs> and listen, when you got a wagon like that with that size and IQ, you're gonna stick in the league, man. For those out of the loop on that term, that means fat ass. He, um, man has a butt dunk. He he's a big boy. I, I'll and say he's this. every bit of six eight. He's every Rich, bit. So I had Richmond on this morning because I figured you were still hungover, and <laughs> Richmond had said basically, you know, it helps to grow up with your dad playing in the NBA. <laughs> Absolutely, and and Samaki was never like. An amazing player, but Samaki was a good role guy, a guy yeah. that you were like, shit, Samaki Walker's a good player. And he he really kind of has the same vibe. It's not just like that he looks like him. It's that he looks like him, if you know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to jump to conclusions here. I'm not telling you this guy's going to play 15 to 25 minutes. He does very well feel like somebody that in a in a moment, they're like, we we need a 6'8 guy. Uh, Jabari, we're playing the Pistons. We got foul trouble. Come on in. And, and I think that's those are the moments you yeah. could see him. It's encouraging. And, I again, I'm not trying to jump to conclusions here with comps, but who did we draft in the second round the year that we drafted Zach Collins? Right? So maybe they hit on it again, and Joe was a part of that team. So maybe Joe, paired with Schmitz, paired with everybody else, they identified him and said, hey, this is one of the leading scorers in the Pac-12. He's one of the more proficient three-point shooters and rebounders, and he's 6'8". He's not overly athletic, but he's smart. He knows how to use his body. That's a player that can find themselves lasting in the league. And so I still have a lot of optimism. I'm in no way giving up on Shade. I'm still all in on the Shade. Yeah, Sharp let's, stuff. Let's go ahead and roll that back for all the people who are on that cliff. Well, yeah, but I my point is, like, sometimes you, you find some gems. And I, I said this, I think, on the pod going into Summer League. I was excited to see what he was going to be. I wanted to see what kind of player he was because his size is instantly, you gravitate towards it on this team. Yeah, 100%. Uh, a couple things in here. Somebody said uh, they st- they still threw away the 46th pick. Um, I-, I asked around about that. They didn't throw away the 46th pick. They they were looking at somebody or they were interested at somebody at that pick and that they weren't available. So hmm. they moved back. Uh, for a guy that they thought was going to be available in Jabari Walker, and they got more draft capital. They didn't throw anything away. In fact, they got two second-round picks. 
If your guy's not there, your guy's not there. That's fine. Yeah, you, you don't want to force the issue. No. If anything, I, I think that's smart business by the Blazers. If they don't think that their guy is there, the object of the draft is get the guy that you think is best at the lowest possible position. That's that's how you get value. Right. If you can do that and you can consistently find your way to trade back, do it. Do it. Absolutely do it. Um, roster status. So, in some discussions, it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Blazers carried 14 people. I, I don't think, I think they're going to go with 15 going into the season. I, I think they're done for right now. I think that calculus changes if Shaden does have surgery. Where there's one less guy that's possibly in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like it's going to be an open competition for the backup five spot between Trenton Watford and Drew Eubanks. Another area that um, mm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I-, I love how hard both those guys play. Sure. Neither of them are big enough to be a full-time five. No. As evidenced no. by the Detroit game. Is there anybody on a scrap heap you could imagine them? Yeah, there's 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 eyeing. a couple scrap scrap heap bigs. Um, God, let me, let me pull them back. I was looking at. Well, I, I've I've mentioned this earlier. to you before. I I just I instantly gravitated towards a name that has turned into this position because of injury in his career, and that was Boogie, just because of the relationship factor with Dame. We yeah. talked about that a little off the air, and you don't think that that's feasible or that that's going to happen, and that's fine. But that's kind of the avenue I was steering down is, is there somebody like that that would make sense for them and get him in here in the Chief to play with Dame Lillard and, and get back into the playoffs? I don't think it would be like a legit big, big. Um, I, I definitely don't see Boogie on that list. Um, and obviously Montrez, if people have brought that up, guys, Montrez probably isn't going to be in the league. Montrez has got legal issues to take Well, care of. the drug trafficking doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's not talk about Trez or Miles Bridges, okay? Um, Jeez, two Hornets, man. Uh, but you've got Markeith Morris, you got Mook out there. Uh, Bielitsa went overseas, so he's off the board. It sounds like Blake may end up signing in L.A. again. Millsap's probably a little too washed. Could you talk me into LaMarcus? Yeah, pretty easily. You think there's interest there? Coming home, they're not really a title contender. No. But does like after playing with that shit show on the Nets, maybe maybe a little bit of normalcy. I you know, and, and like, this is obviously nostalgia speaking for me. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad. It it would be really cool to just watch him run a pick and roll with Dame, and and that first like either he hits the the pick and pop, or it's like a, a give and go, or you know some kind of scenario. That would make us all feel really good. I don't give a shit what the record is at that point. Like in that moment. Some nostalgia would be fun. Yeah. We're all in that moment together going, oh, my heart is full. I feel like the Grinch at the end of the damn movie, man. I, I will tell you this. LaMarcus can't play defensively. Like he just can't uh, move. No. no. But he's a, he's offensively, kind of offensively, he's totally fine. As far as like if you wanted him for like 12, 12 to 18 minutes a night. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn did not want to play him. No. <laughs> But I'll tell you, would I trust him more than I trust either Trendon or um, Drew as, as a rim protector? Is it like even a, a little bit yes. of a turret? Yes. Yes. Yes, because he's legit seven foot, and he's built like a truck. 
he's probably got 40 pounds, if not more, on both those guys. Yeah. And I tell you what, Trenton is quickly becoming one of my favorite interviews because his accent is incredible, and he's just a good old, just down home good dude. Um, but he looks like he's about six, six and a half. Yeah, he doesn't look overly tall, no. but he's, he's a big body. He, he plays strong. He plays yeah. very strong. But I'll tell you this. When you saw him up against Duran, did you see the difference? Huge. And Jalen Duran's 18. <laughs> it's nutty. Hey, I nutty. know he got most of his buckets against Portland by slapping the backboard from easy dunks. Was there not a party who was like, holy shit, did a lot of teams in this league miss on this kid? He's 18. Listen, man. We, and he plays with fire. I love it. He plays angry. I and love he that. He dunks so hard. Like Everybody in press row was like, that's Dwight Howard. When he that's slapped it. the backboard, he had apologized to the ref for it, yeah. by the way. He slapped it. The ball went kind of rolling. I just that I was like, that's kind of the part of him. That had me interested of, like, were the Blazers really going to knock down that door and say? Oh, your mic kind of boggled there. No, you're there. You're there. There It it just kind of shorted out real quick. Um, Let's get to some questions here real quick while the game's still running here. Uh, uh, Jelani Greenridge, shout out Jelani, said uh, he asked me earlier during the show with Dusty, uh, about naming rights for Moda, and I needed to check this. I need to check the date on it, but he has it as, as 2023. I thought it was 2024, but the naming rights are up for Moda relatively soon, as is the lease for the grounds, which like, all of this stuff is kind of coming up at the same time, which yeah. I would imagine factors into you know why Jody is saying that we're not selling for 10 years, da, 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 a million other things. And that's right. We didn't get. Did we get a chance to talk about? The, no, we did. No, we did. We talked about the the no. Yeah, we did talk. I had to think about that. Did we talk about the post? Did we talk about Ron Wyden? Um, I would imagine that stuff's not done, too, either. Uh, but I don't believe that the motor rights have been renewed yet. I have not heard anything about that. So it would be interesting to see if, if there are naming rights coming back out of that. If, if Uncle Phil can step in here, give her her couple hundred mil. The, listen, the Nike Rose Garden. I don't give a shit if it has Nike on it or not. Go back to the Rose Garden, and let's just say, what is that six million really going to do for us? The Rose Garden brought to you by Nike. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't care as long as we get the Rose Garden back. I miss the logo. I miss the 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 font. I miss it all. Bring it back. I'd love it. Uh, Jared Kelly, do you think the Blazers will pay the luxury tax this season or try to duck it? They're hard capped, but they're over the tax right now. Uh, I believe they have about five and a half million worth of space. I think they're going to be a tax paying team this year, which. They're fine. They're, I I know. It's 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 there. It, it'll be the smallest penalty. They are three years away from being in the um, the uh, repeater the zone. Repeater tax. So not not too worried about that. What's the re- the repeater? Is it's uh, it's, it's like what every every four to one dollar you spend or something Goes over for, for depending right? on where where you get to. Like the Warriors are at the max of seven dollars for every one dollar. Yeah, it's but seven it starts, for them. But, it's, yeah. but it starts at a at a dollar fifty for every dollar. Then I think three fifty, four fifty, seven. I think that's Jeez. the escalator. So that's why the, the Warriors didn't match on Gary Payton the second because his seven point eight or eight point eight million dollar contract was going to cost them sixty eight million dollars a year. Yeah. Yeesh. They they like to brag about how much money they make and bringing all these people in. They even had limits to how much they want to spend. Listen, man, $70 million a year on GP2 is a lot of GP2. I'm just going to yeah, say. That's a lot on GP2. Uh, Jared also wants to know who the other team was that was chasing Gobert. Um, I'm not going to say it. Just 
because that one was told to me in confidence. But I will say that the offer I thought was relatively fair for Gobert. It was just that Tim Conley came in over the top and just dropped a bomb. That's how they got that that deal done. Well, you know what's funny is, uh, and I kind of had this thought, this opinion, but I loved that when that trade happened and the whole world went, what? Mm -hmm. I loved the instant, what's Kevin Durant going to get? And my first thought was, not that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of players involved. There, there's no all-stars. So, of course, yeah. they have to add the draft capital to entice them to take that. It's still going to be really interesting. I, I, that, that's another one. I think Donovan Mitchell's going to get moved here in the next couple weeks. Boy, there was a story today. I forget where I saw it, but there's a rumor. That was the scuttlebutt in, in, in Las Vegas. That Ainge is not sold on Donovan as an oh, old franchise oh, guy. Oh, oh, no, no, not just that. The, the, the Utah Jazz are... are are standing on this, oh, we're not going to move him. We're not going to move him. He's a part of this team. Bullshit. You yeah. just sold your second-best player off for four first-round draft picks. You sold Royce O'Neal off for a draft pick. Uh, you moved off from Joe Ingles and his bird rights. Like, you've done everything you can to strip this thing down. Everybody knows you're tearing it down, Danny. Knock it off. Um, and there's been some uh, scuttlebutt that Donovan has is going to ask his way out. So. I mean, he's going to what Yankees or Mets? He's he's one of those. Like he's going to those. He's openly saying, "Please trade me." Yeah, no, I I ultimately think he ends up in one of one one of one or the other city of New York or Miami. Hmm. Which That's is what interesting. We, it's weird because we talked about this for about a year now, which again makes sense because CAA as agency has basically soft launched that for that period. So who would you get in return of that? Would you get Duncan and Tyler? I think it would end up being a three-way deal where Kevin Durant ends up in Miami. I would imagine. So you get Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, and Kevin Durant? No. No, I'm sorry. Mitchell ends up in Brooklyn. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 got you. Gotcha, KD gotcha. in Miami. And then okay, I would say, okay. And then Ben Simmons ultimately ends up in Utah. <laughs> You know what? He might actually thrive in Utah. Or it, turns, his vibe. or it turns into a four-team deal where Utah gets more assets out of that as well. Mm. Which, all right. Cool. Okay. All Utah right, wants all, right, all the assets. All right. Yeah. They yeah, want they, all the assets they can get. They, they want to go and do exactly – Danny wants to do exactly what Danny did in, in Boston. Oh, it's 100% what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that there's a reason Windhorse – why would they do that? Yeah. Windhorse knows. He's not an idiot. Um, what was the craziest Blazer rumor you heard in Vegas? Ooh, that's a good question. Nah, nothing that I can say, but a couple decent ones as far as like deals that got close to being talked about, but mm. th nothing that we haven't talked about on here already. So, um, Austin. Austin says, any chance we see Jabari Walker get the 15th roster spot instead of the two-way? I legitimately believe that's a real discussion for the Blazers. There, there are some potential financial implications of a two-way versus a actual roster spot. Yeah. Um, so how much money they do or don't save, I, I think could factor in this. And if they did somehow end up ducking the tax, the 800 or so thousand dollars that they could save between going one route or the other could ultimately be the difference between them being able to like effectively duck the task tax and not, I, I don't know if that's going to be anything, but you know, if you can save a million bucks, save a million bucks. However, I am pro Jabari getting the bag. So go get the bag. James says, if Jabari continues to play well, do you think we could see him at three in backup minutes? 
I think Jabari is very firmly a four. I was going to say he 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 has a vibe of a four. Could he eventually get there where he, they play a big-ass three? Yeah. Cool. I haven't seen enough of him in space defensively to really know where he stands that. Preseason, if he gets some minutes against like real NBA guys and he's on the wing against some threes, it'll be really interesting to see how fluid he looks. It's one thing to look fluid in Pac-12 basketball, guarding threes and fours. It's another to do yeah. it in the NBA. Um, he's He's interesting. Well, it's also like not only Pac-12, which is a pretty shitty conference, but it, it's also summer league guys are not even close to what he would face in the regular season. So I, I, I would just lean with his body type. He's more of a four. Uh, 20,000 Thorns, your favorite personal injury attorney, Bill Borg in Vegas. God, there's so many. There's so, so many. I, yeah, this My was, wife was blown away by this. I was I was really jealous, man. I. I might try to go down next year. I, I, I love to say this out loud, and then the time comes, and I'm like, meh. Listen, but we'll, I, I, we'll, I really listen, want to. We'll leave the wives, and we'll just do a three-day trip. That's, yeah. That ain't, I don't know if that's flying. <laughs> I'm, sure that, I'm sure that'll, ha- that'll happen. Oh, how about we both bring the wives, and we go work, and they play? Yeah. My, my own, yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of want to do it without. We can, we can figure it out. Because it's just going to be basketball for me. Like, that's all I want to do. Yeah. I won't even, like, be going out. Like, people go to the club. No, I don't give a shit thing. about that. For, the, for anybody who doesn't know, anybody I'll who, gamble works, go to bed. who works summer league, because you, you watch basketball for, like, eight, nine hours a day. Yeah. Like, you go out to dinner with folks, and you have one. You have one night of debauchery. One. You don't do multiple, otherwise you will pay the eternal cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to last. You will, and you can't do more than four days. If you do more than four days, my very first summer league, I did two weeks. Golliver is down there for the, the whole entire time. I, I, I ran into PG the night before I left. He's like, How long are you down here for? I'm like, He's like, God. <laughs> he looked at me like, Oh, my like, God, I wish. What is he going to do down there for that cover long? Cover like, everything. Listen, man, he's getting his Marriott points. He's good. I was going to say, he's, he's just building up the shit, yeah, he's, man. he's building up his points. He's, he's, he's fine. Um, uh, Colin asked, any word if the biannual TPE are going to be used to get a bench four or five? Again, I, I don't think they're going to. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt would look great playing in Rip City. Colin, you are absolutely 100% right. 100% correct. Vando man. would be a wonderful addition that would solve a lot of questions, at least for me. Um, but I think that the hope is that they think, you know, Trendon can turn into that. Which I don't think it's a huge stretch. Yeah, but Vanderbilt is a I, I don't know, it's a different level for me. Like I he really is. I really wanted to see if they could somehow finagle their way into that deal, but you know, whatever. Um Red Street Racing, any thoughts on why the entire team made it to Vegas to watch the first game besides Hart coincidence or I, I just don't think Josh was around. But everybody well, I- I don't read into that stuff though either. No. Like some of these dudes, it's just vacation. Some guys are like, "Hey, summer leagues." What I'm all about summer league. Jeremy literally was in Europe when free agency opened. He was at a fashion show. I, I would, I would be more, cons- I'd be less concerned about where Josh Hart was. Not that the, this person's concerned, but mm-hmm. like, just as an example, I'd be less concerned about where Josh Hart was when they took a team photo then I would be the fact that Russell Westbrook sat across the court from LeBron and they didn't talk. Yeah, that's that would concern me more. Uh, speaking of concerning, the first quarter is in the books to the Summer League Trailblazers. 24-9, to nine, they are down to the Summer League <laughs> Knicks. 
Uh, we are now going to have Richard Jefferson stepping on the court. I know what the official what is gimmick. Here. I can't. Um, he's gonna he's gonna tease somebody up. You know what's coming. <laughs> uh, what's gonna be funny is when he doesn't call anything. This is gonna and be. He goes, this is a gimmick. It is. It's to make the. Ref, he's gonna get up when it's done and talk about how hard it is to be yep. an NBA ref yep. and gas the refs up. That there's right. It's it's it's, it's all show. But whatever. It's it's totally fine. Is there a reason Jabari didn't start? Uh, I think they were looking at Luca, giving him a oh, shot, okay. giving all right. Garza a shot. So. Not that like it matters all that much to me because well it's summer no. league, but yeah, and I think it's it's one of those situations. It's just kind of whatever. Uh, maybe in the next couple games you might. I, I would imagine you see more from Jabari as things kind of go. But unless they're competing for like the summer league title, then you're going to start seeing them empty the bench and give those guys who are going overseas some some tape. That's that's what yeah. a lot of this turns into. Uh, Sonny says Brown is an athletic is athletic enough to play a three. It seems like Greg Brown has had. Uh, it hasn't been a great summer for him, but I think he's been trying to show or work on his ability to put the ball on the floor and attack the rim, like mm. a lot. Uh, it's, it's kind of kind of run through the, the regulars on the roster right now. Greg has, has has made a concerted effort to get downhill and attack the rim. He's rushed some of his shots, but he's like trying to improve his decision making. I don't know if that ultimately is the best place for him because I really like him as a baseline cutter uh, slash slasher slash spacer. Um, if his you know, corner three-point ability ever turns around uh, because he's a monster, obviously, athletically, to be able to turn those things around. Uh, Keon, Keon has done some things that make you go, damn. Looked really I thought good. Keon looked really good that first game, man. I was I was really impressed with yep. him. Decision-making was incredible. I mentioned it on Twitter. Like yeah. His decision tree was night and day different. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, man, I hadn't seen Brandon Williams up close because, you know, I did not go to a single one of those games last year when they right. had him running things. Um, he is so fast. He is so fast. He can get to anywhere he wants on the floor. Um, did not like in game two him being a chucker, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't really looking to get guys involved. It's just like, man, come on, you did a great job of getting guys involved. Let's yeah make that happen. That, that's show. where I think sometimes the selfishness of a summer league situation, like, Hey, I, I'm playing for my career too here. Cause like, he's still on a two ways. And that last year of two ways got to show yeah. other stuff in his bag. Um, Didi's not an NBA player. Unfortunately, I just know. I'll tell you what though. He's big as hell. He's a yeah, big body guard. I just don't see it. No, nah, he's just not there. Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, Keon, Greg, Trendon, Didi, Brandon, Shaden we talked Jabari, Shaden. Yeah. I think that's kind of it, really. Is. Yeah, I think that's all the regulars. Yeah. Um, and I don't. The, the Blazers don't have anybody on their team that's that's playing for minutes. No, like that's that's just not where they're going to go. Scott Jones, who do you think makes a leap this year? I mean, I think there could be a real leap from from Jabari. I, I really do. I as much as I love Greg, I could see a world where Jabari passes him up just because of his 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 feel. He has yeah, an intrinsic yeah. feel for the game. I can't remember who I was talking to, but they said something along the lines of, if all things are equal between two players and one of them is the, the, the son of a former NBA player, give me the son of the former NBA player. They just understand stuff. They've they just I mean, been around the game their whole life. Yeah. And that that's I think that's ultimately the difference. And that's not to take away from Jabari's work or everything he's put in. But being around the game and understanding stuff, he doesn't. Even when he like was a little shook in the first couple of minutes, after that, he has just been locked in. 
It's been well, he, really interesting. He said as much, too, in the postgame of game one. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. I was nervous. I, my eyes were wide. And then he got that and one, and he said it just kind of settled everything for him. Uh, somebody asked me if, something about Nas, if, if he's cleared to play. I, I don't think he's not clear. I, I think he's totally cleared to play. Now, give us give us an update on this. I, I thought he looked a little taller, and he looks a little bigger. Nas is bigger, but, 100%. Just he's, width, muscular, or t- height? Like shoulders. He's just he's he big. Looks he, he's big he looks He's big as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, please stay healthy. Yeah. Dear God, please stay healthy. Uh, I, I think his – remember his what exactly he said. Yeah, I've been working out. I mean, <laughs> I've been li- – no, yeah, I've been lifting a little. He's still young too. Isn't he like yeah. 22? Yeah. yeah, he's a kid. Yeah. No, he's just – he's growing into his grown man body. But he's he's big. Yeah, no, he, he – remember, he lost quite a bit of weight from COVID. And I think he got that back plus then some. Yeah. He, he looks very solid. Uh, it was it was very cool to see everybody down there uh, for the opening game. So obviously they're down there celebrating, um, you know, Ant's everybody contract, getting paid, Nurk's contract, Jeremy <laughs> yeah. getting traded. Dame knew uh, he was going to get that contract. Yeah, uh, GP two was all smiles. Man, I can't wait to around. see him play. Um, him and Jose Alvarado and like back to back nights. I I got to talk to you for like, like a couple seconds, and both those guys were just they're the same guy. Really, they're the same guy. Yeah. yeah. Just all energy, all smiles, all just love all the time. It's great. Um, he's Nasir big now. Instead <laughs> of Nasir little, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think that's it, though. I think that's a good place to wrap. You got anything else? I don't really have much else, man. Okay. I I think we hit on everything summer league wise. We gave our thoughts on, you know, it's the contract signing of Nurk and. It's good to have you back. I know you really enjoyed your time down there. And, uh, yeah, I'll be around s- for two weeks, then I go to Pac-12 Media Days. Boy, have fun on that one. Hey, uh, George, <laughs> what's new, buddy? Yeah, we uh, Dusty and I booked uh, this afternoon. So, Did you go uh, to the media hotel? Yeah. Yeah, good. yeah. Well, it's, it's much better that you guys go. We went last year, and we were super excited. The doors fun. weren't even open for you guys, were they? It was a it was a show man it was just like we were the only ones they were like we're doing a show in 30 minutes they were like this early and we're like yeah we're 6 a.m morning show our first guest didn't arrive till 8 30 our show ended at 9 i'm like i'm i'm so glad we're here and ended up uh you know we didn't get a lot of content but uh i'm glad you guys are going no we'll be down there for that um and then uh i will be heading out mid-august to take the wife to uh Harry Potter World in Orlando. So, um, other than that, I will be around. We will have content going and flowing. I have I've got a Gary Payton the second video that I'm working on right now. I've got this game tonight recording, uh, and then I've got the first two that I need to go back and uh, do some film stuff on Jabari. Um, I was the plan was to do it for Shaden. It has now moved to Jabari, uh, but he's kind of the the new fun and interesting thing. So I'll, I'll have that. Uh, I've got I think the the Gary Payton video is about. 75% done, so hopefully I'll have that out Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I've got a ton of stuff to catch up on over the next couple of days, um, but we will have the live show on Thursday, and then I will have – this is when I was going to start dump, dropping out video content. So we'll talk about Fitz. We'll talk about uh, GP2. We'll talk about Jeremy Grant. I've got Amari Sankofa from Detroit coming on to talk about Jeremy Grant's fit. I wanted to wait until all the deals were done and finalized to kind of get a, a better understanding of – what the roster was going to look like, like where Grant was going to fit into everything. Um, so I'll have him come on uh, here, I think, next week. 
um, and then a ton of video content. So we'll keep doing live shows the two a week that we're doing, but I'll also be drip feeding you uh, video content uh, as as I said earlier before. Uh, other than that, uh, going uh, the, the Blazers have caught back up. It's twenty eight twenty two now. Uh, this isn't going to go well in the podcast, but there's six minutes <laughs> to go. In watch the them quarter. win the damn game now. It's just like and, oh. Uh, Go catch back up and, and watch a, a little summer league basketball. It's kind of interesting because the Blazers are picking up full court right now, uh, and and that's something that's uh, the Blazers uh, the aggressiveness I've noticed from their defense. Mm-hmm. Well, the effectiveness maybe not so there, but the idea of how aggressive they're going to be was certainly on display. Uh, we'll end it there. Uh, thank you all very very much. Um, like, rate, review, subscribe, help us grow the show. We just had our best month ever on Jack Ramsey, so thank you all for that. Uh, that was huge for us, and it, I think it's going to be a good jumping-off point. We are now officially in the dog days, ladies and gentlemen. After summer league stops, it is going. We're COVID put us in a position where we just had basketball, 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 basketball. Mm-hmm. We're going to have two months off, and yep. so it's going to kind of that's what it's going to be. But like I said, I'm going to have some video content um, coming out, some original content, I should say. Uh, and then make sure you listen to uh, Dirt and Spring in the morning and Danny and Dusty in the afternoons. Yeah. The 1080 bros. The 1080 bros. You can find us on social media at Danny Morang, at Bannon Spring, at Jack Ramsey's. Email the show, Ramsey's at gmail.com. Like, rate, view, subscribe, help us grow the show. For Brandon, I'm Danny. Thank you all so very much. Go enjoy the rest of the game, and we will catch you guys on Thursday. Until then, take care. Talk soon. Bye. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com